Today is February 20th, 2018, and you're listening to Real Thoughts Audio Log number 59. Holy crap, guys, we're one away from 60. That is that is two months worth of audio logs, and we are one audio log away from hitting that 60. Um, if you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you um, for listening, for taking the time out to, I guess, kind of uh, have a sit down with me. Uh, right now, I'm driving on my way to work, and I figured I would get an audio log in earlier in the day, and I want to do them earlier on. Um, it's just a little bit easier to do them at night because I'm able to talk about, you know, just thoughts that I have throughout the day. Um, but so much happens at night, you know, in the wee hours of the morning. Um, and, and I guess right now, I'm on the way to work. Uh, I've been thinking about a few different things, things I did yesterday. Um, that you know, I haven't talked about to you guys yet. Uh, yesterday, I I was working on a couple um, scripts that I have written out for uh, videos. Um, a couple that I, I feel are very achievable will require very very small budgets, um, and then those budgets that I would need, I would get uh, as far as crowdfunding. Um, and I'm I'm kind of just you know messing around with those and, and seeing how how I can make a compelling message for people to want to give towards me creating these videos. Um, there's no financial gain really in it for me. The only gain is I get to create something that I've honestly wanted to do for a while, um, and so that feels really good for me. That's that's what it, it's about. The the money the work will come later. Um, this is about delivering something to the public for everybody to enjoy. Um, I've been thinking a lot about legacy and I know this has come up a, a bit in this audio log. And, uh, you know, after, not just Black Panther, but after reading a lot of literature that I have been over the last year um, and, and growing closer with my family, it's really made me want to do more for my community, not just my religious community, but my ethnic community, uh, my people here in America, and not just my people here in America, but Pan-Africa. Uh, Pan-Africa is um, a term used to describe the black community around the world. And it's funny because we see the, the struggles across the world for black communities. And I, I think that I want to do more to contribute towards my part here, at least in the Americas, um, while trying to foster better relationships between the communities here and the communities over there. Um, it's not hostile, I think it's just misinformation. Um, Africans that come from the various nations here don't really understand us as African Americans. Like, people. A lot of people don't understand what it means to be African-American, not even Africans. And it's because we have such a, our lineage is so broken. There, there's no trace of our lineage because of the middle passage. Like millions and millions of slaves died in the middle passage and millions more made through, were lost you know, in the Caribbean and in the South Americas. And just so much is there that is lost. And so we really are a lost tribe. We're lost people. And because of that, we've had to really cultivate our own sort of culture 
um, in our own existence here in America. And that has come with a lot of pain. It's come with a lot of fight. It's come with a lot of sorrow. Um, and, and people don't want to really acknowledge that um, or take that into full frame. It's like they want to cut out the bits and pieces and only acknowledge that. But there's so much of our history here as a people that we've contributed towards this country. And um, I think that going forward, there needs to be a better understanding between, you know, the Africans that come here uh, and the people that live here, the African-Americans, the indigenous people, um, as to what our history is here. It's not about how you talk or how you walk. It's about your everyday experience and growing up and that being a part of who you are. Um, I think that's a conversation that Black Panther opened up. And not just Black Panther, but I feel as though certain leaders uh, of the past have opened up that discussion. A, a big one, uh, a couple of big ones. Uh, Wallace Dean Muhammad, son of Elijah Muhammad, who Elijah Muhammad started the Nation of Islam, uh, the Nation of Islam that Muhammad Ali was a part of, uh, the one that um, Malcolm X at one point was a part of. Uh, and Malcolm X is, is another great thought leader who talks very directly on the state of our people. Marcus Garvey, somebody that I've read on the last year, so important what he was trying to do for the Pan-African nation. Um, and, and really it was about trying to bridge that gap um, and to, to help cultivate a culture here um, and give us more of an identity. And I think that part of the identity has to come with knowing what is back in Africa? What, what is there that makes us a whole? Because I have many friends that are African, um, you know, like they're first generation Americans or they immigrated um, from whatever country here. And there's really, there are no differences. There are no differences. Um, just the way that we kind of associate with one another, the things that we do, it's just natural. It's just so natural for us to do it. Um, and I was I was actually listening to an interview by um, uh, Ryan Kugel, Ryan Kugel, uh, the director of Black Panther. He was saying when he went to Africa, it was the same thing. It was him going there and realizing like they don't they treated me like family. Um, and you know he was just saying how the culture there was so similar. It was it wasn't that different. And me and all of my friends, we we have that same experience where them being from Africa and me being from here doesn't make us much different. It's like we culturally do a lot of the same things. You know, the things that we eat, the the reasons we eat them, and the, the legends behind them. It's like all along we've had these, we've had Africa inside of us. We've had all those things inside of us all along, but yet we were always led to believe that, you know, we weren't connected to it because we weren't there. Um, so I, I've really just been doing a lot more digging as far as my culture and my legacy as far as what I want to contribute before I die. Um, and there's there's been a few things. Like I, I've, I've had this urge to want to build charter schools, um, not public schools, charter schools where the, the learning can be um, elevated, it can be controlled, um, and I and I really think that a lot of kids are held back within the public school system. They're not able to express themselves freely 
in their learning and thinking. Um, that's a big thing. Uh, I want to build mosques. Um, I, I feel as though the Muslim community here is very much stifled and there's a large enough community here where we can actually build out and we can have a voice, a positive voice in this, in this country. Um, and in the world, you know, Christians go on mission trips, um, which, you know, as Muslims, we don't do because we don't go there to push and to build, it just, you know, to take over. But um, by influence and by uh, going to certain areas that maybe need renovations to a mosque or if they're looking to build one, but they don't have one, if, if that's something that I can help contribute to uh, towards further in my life, I would love to to take on the opportunity and then um the last two goals uh one of them is having a business that helps interconnect african americans and africans to work together um and it's the, the main reason for myself behind doing any business is because i want to help empower others by giving them a means of employment um that's always been my take on business uh, always, even since I was young, like I've always wanted to hire people and bring them on as partners, not so much as employees. And then the last one is, uh, it's still the interconnectedness between African Americans and Africa, and that's having a, a way for our people to have a rite of passage um, from birth. Like you're just by being born here in America, like you already have a rite of passage to be able to take um, uh, a trip to Africa to experience it because I think that's something that this country should be doing and they aren't um, but because they aren't that's something that we as the community need to take on and and indulge in we need to take on that responsibility of sending our people there so those are the the four like big legacy uh, goals that I haven't you know, those are different than like my bucket list goals. Like really the only bucket list I have is uh, to see all 50 states, you know, to travel my own country before I go out and really start venturing heavily in other countries. Um, I feel a lot of people miss the mark on that, in my opinion. Um, you know, I have my bucket list goals. I have countries that I want to visit. I have places I want to see, but those aren't legacy goals. Like that isn't something where it's like, oh, granddaddy traveled a lot. It's gonna be like, yo, granddad left behind, you know, he left us behind something that we can tangibly touch and that we can feel and that we can help influence others. And this, I want something bigger than just my immediate family, something bigger than just, you know, like I made videos. I want those experiences to be relived. I want people to be able to go. That's the great part about and the ability to storytell with a video is that I can make something that people can watch from this day forward. I mean, I watch old movies all the time and that's a legacy. Every film is a legacy. And I think that when artists are able to put out their work and people are able to view it for years, that's, that is the greatest legacy of all. Like nobody cares about your brand. Nobody really cares about, um, you know, your, your big business that you build. And, you know, you know I think Walmart and Amazon would be the exceptions, right? Um, but like your your agencies and your all that stuff, like it's not really going to matter at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not. It's it's like you're contributing for your own profit. Um, and I'm talking about specific people. Um, I've I've really 
I've really fallen out of love with with the way people are using social media. And that's why, you know, for any of you guys that follow me, I've fallen back off of it um, for the sake of it doesn't matter. Uh, like social media is the most jovial, the most nonsensical thing out there. And, and I understand the practicality behind it. I understand the necessity of it. But I don't think that and and I and I've seen it. I know businessmen and women who don't use social media but are very, very successful. I'm talking millionaire successful. They don't need social media to be business people. You need work and you need to you need to have great ideas, you need to have great worth ethic behind those ideas. And and so like uh, a, a big music video artist, Dave Myers, he just started getting on social media last year, right? His Instagram already has gone on like 40,000 followers. Why? Right? Like if I just open up another Instagram account, like nobody's going to follow it. I might get a few hundred they'll follow it, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to have a huge following, right? Why is that? It's because I haven't put out the work that is being recognized. This guy has like 20, probably almost 30 years of work that's out there. And people have been watching over the years. And when they watch him, they look for interviews of him. They look for him. Another person, Will Smith. Will Smith just got Instagram. He's had Instagram for 60 days. He has 10 million followers. Why? Because he, he has a body of work and a legacy that's already there that doesn't have to be explained. And I, I think that it's better. And, and that's why I've been having a hard time doing you know some, some of the creative work, um, especially like social media, is because uh, I understand how fugazi it is and how you can make yourself look when you really haven't done much to earn people's follows and their attention. Um, and for me, I look at it and I say, you know what? I want to work more than I post. I don't mind posting. And I think that, you know, I can definitely grow a following. But for me, it's, it's, about, it's about doing the work and then trying to reap the benefits of an audience later. Um, and that's what my focus has been. And it's, it's working out better for me. I'm happier uh, doing that because I don't feel like I'm doing it for nothing. And um, yeah, so that's where I've been mentally. Um, I know I took a little hiatus and I'm glad to be back. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. So until next time guys, strive to thrive, endure and survive. And I will be talking to you tomorrow. All right, peace.